How do you find the will to fight back against a world that wants to keep you sedated, average, and stuck in place? Join us for the tools and strategies you need to create a life of abundance, discipline, and high achievement. This, this is the Tactical Empire with Jeff Smith. Welcome to another edition of the Tactical Empire. I'm here for a Thursday episode with Sean. What's up, man? How are you? Jeff, just had our first good snow in Virginia. I know that makes you shiver a bit, but uh, I love snow when it disappears in 24 to 48 hours. And that's what happened on Saturday. It snowed really nice. It was beautiful. And then it all melted yesterday. So back to being able to walk the dogs without them having dirt all over their stomachs. Yeah, no, thanks. It's 64 <laughs> here. And I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Not yeah, bad. Only know. 40 today here. <laughs> How's everything going? Good, man. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll. We've had a, we had a good week last week with, um, you know, growing the, the tactical empire inner circle. And then I just had uh, a couple text exchanges with a few of the gentlemen in the group and people are making moves, man. We're what second, officially the second week of 2024 and as we record this and and some dudes are making some moves man and for two of the three guys i communicate with today they were it's their first move they're making their first move since joining the group and i absolutely fucking love reading about it yeah i love it well we, we one guy closed on a property last week which was his probably 20th rental and then we got one under contract for a first short term rental i saw today um, uh, okay. That might be the guy I was communicating with. I didn't see that post yet, but yeah, someone's getting a, a signed contract today on the short-term rental helped him with that last week. And then, um, someone else in the group is, uh, they went through the seven levels of financial freedom course inside of the group and, uh, decided where they need to move money from what they need to take, uh, take down in terms of the liabilities that they owe. And it, you know, they did the math and it freed up way too much cash flow for him on a monthly basis. So it just gives him a little bit more freedom once he starts making that, making that decision. So, uh, pretty pumped about it. Good, good. I love that. I love that, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's good to see them getting their head around things. Um, I, I think the most important thing that they all can do is like, they need to understand direction. And I mean, just like everything else, like you have to understand what you want to determine where you're going. Right. Like I had a conversation with a guy who was really, really amped up about having some money locked up and some equity locked up and some things. And it was pissing him off and frustrating him. And ultimately the, the thing was that <clears throat> he really was frustrated with his lack of movement, if you will, um, and, and progress. But, but if you really asked him a lot of leading questions, there were two things that stood out to me is like, he didn't know where the fuck he was going, no matter what you could have dumped $10 million cash in his plate today. And he wouldn't know what to do. He would have just not squandered it, but went in some direction that likely could have been the wrong direction for him. And um, in the meantime, like we talked about all the other facets of life and he assured me that he was buttoned up on everything. And I mean, you know how I, I am when, when someone tells me they're a level 10 in every area of their life, I'm just like, fuck off. Um, just because... <laughs> I mean, I'm enough of a realist to understand that, like, 
to me, when people come in and they say that they're they've got everything buttoned up except their finances, I know that they're not very coachable at that moment. And, and and that's what that tells me. If if you're talking about family and fitness and all this other shit, um, now I mean we deal with a lot of fit guys, right? And so like the fitness side of things is pretty good and dialed in a lot of times. And like the discipline side of things that comes along with fitness is is sometimes buttoned up. But I mean, honestly, if I approach anybody and they tell me that they're like living level ten lives everywhere but their bank account, I I I don't believe it ever. Yeah. It just doesn't. That's not the way life works. It's um, a very unique. It's a very unique individual to have money problems and not have problems elsewhere. I mean, yeah. that, I think that's a fair statement for most people. I know there's some people on on Instagram that are living in a van and and uh, say to the camera that they fucking love their life. But if if you don't have your finances under control, you you got problems seeping into other areas of your life. Which is why I'm a huge fan of solving the money problem because it allows you to focus on all this other shit. I think I think focusing on the other things and not solving the money problem is just going to be this cycle. It's just going to keep trickling back and seeping into other areas of your life. Yeah, I kind of look at it a little differently. And that, uh, like, I think foundationally, uh, I, I think the money issues are an exposure of other issues generally. Because mm. um, I believe that like money's the easiest part of the whole situation. But I mean, like, if you dig into your, like, the, the financial problems that you're talking about are usually like issues with how they are emotionally dialed. Accurate. And, like, yeah, yeah, Accurate. how they respond to stress and how they respond to situations like that. Right. So, sure. so it all comes back to like personal control and discipline. Um, but I, I think money's the easiest portion of things. I think fixing all the other shit is the hardest part, but um, yeah. yeah. So it, it's been an interesting weekend for sure. We've been dealing with a lot of things. Um, yeah. What do you want to talk about today, man? Yeah, I mean, this this all feeds into it is the importance of being in the right groups. And, and we'll talk specifically about masterminds. So we had a really good week last week. We signed up four people and four men in one day to our inner circle. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to you last week about um, I re-signed up with my executive coach uh, from a one-on-one -on -one basis. I love working with her. And then I talked to you about jumping into another uh, group that you have experience with. And I'm going to pull the trigger on that and spend a, uh, over $10,000 on getting in a new group that I'm going to work with for a year uh, to educate myself. And then obviously we have we have the inner circle and we have men coming in. So people listening to this, you know, whether they're interested in, in what we have going on or, or other groups is let's just start with two basic questions and we'll fall down the rabbit hole, of course, is, is why be in mastermind groups? and how to choose a mastermind group to be in. Uh, you have way more experience uh, with this than I. You were on the personal development train way before me, and you just have a little bit more experience. So go ahead and take that away. Why be in mastermind groups and how to choose the one that you uh, should be in or should choose to be in in the year 2024? I, I like the question about how to choose them a little bit more. I think we beat the other one to death. The other, the other one is like obviously it, to compress time. And, and to not make mistakes, not make the same mistake over and over again. I mean, like the there's there's old adages that like you you don't make the same mistake twice. Right. If you surround yourself with people that are ahead of you, you don't sometimes have to make that mistake one time and mm -hmm. you definitely don't have to make it twice. Um, and generally it shouldn't be as expensive. So especially when it comes to real estate investing and stuff like that, if you get around people that have been 
been in the game a while, they're going to point you in the right direction. A lot of times they're going to, they're going to give you the pitfalls and the, like what to watch for. And, and like we kind of talk about it, it's not going to, you're not going to avoid all that stuff, no matter what, like you're going to have to take your licks and learn your lessons um, no matter what, because things will go wrong. And, um, but the, the great thing about having groups that you're surrounded by, or even coaches and mentors is that like, they allow you the kind of guardrails and the safety net to say like, this is going to be all right. It's not catastrophic and you can get back on there. It, it allows you to move with more confidence. Um, so why you are in them is because it allows you to compress time. It allows you to make less mistakes. You, it costs you less money and, um, allows you to reach your goals and your destination, if you will, if you're going to a destination, um, faster. Um, so that, that's the importance of being surrounded by them. And then we talked last week, I believe about the push that it gives you and the motivation of, of being surrounded by people that are high achievers. Uh, that's another reason why you want to get in the room, the room, things are always changing in, in the world that we live in right now. I mean, it's a, a nanosecond of new information is available all the time. So being surrounded by a hundred people that are on the same mission as you and are lifelong learners like you, you are able to kind of take advantage of that hive mind effect with, with meaning that they're sharing information real time with you. So you can stay up to date as opposed to like, what can you read on a daily basis and what information can you acquire on a, on a regular basis, only a limited amount. Right. But then if you, if you extrapolate that by a hundred people or a thousand people and you ask a question that's pertinent to you and you get feedback from all these different people that are reading different things and sourcing different items, you get more information at a faster rate. Um, so I, I think those are other benefits of being surrounded by people. You, you, there's new technologies happening all the time. You're exposed to stuff like that. I'm in the I'm in the process right now of doing a lot of fact finding for our storage facility. So I'm looking at like software applications and things like that that make utilize hands free type stuff. There's new things emerging in that market constantly, and so I want to get surrounded by people that are doing it actively. And what are they using? I don't want to use the shit that they were using ten years ago, right? And so that there's benefits just being around people that are doing things like that. And that that's where masterminds come into play and being surrounded by groups. It's, it's confidence. It's picking you up when you fail. It's, it, it's the, the keys to limiting mistakes and allowing you to move at a higher rate of speed. Um, now, how do you choose them? Which is the question I'm more interested in. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's tons of people out there right now. It, you're, I'm seeing two things in the marketplace right now, which is interesting, like it, an explosion of masterminds, coaching programs, things like that. Those happen every year. So this is not a new concept. Um, the other thing I'm seeing a ton is from established coaches, like there's a lot of like shitting on coaching programs and things like that. Meaning like I'm out here to tell you that my coaching program is superior to all these other coaching programs and blah, blah, blah. If you haven't done X, Y, Z or made a hundred million dollars, you're not credible as a coach, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so I see a ton of that going on right now for some reason, which kind of, I, I don't really understand. I think it's a waste of time. I've never really got into that game. Like if you have to post posts that are like backhanded insults at other people that are in your feed, like 
it's kind of a waste of time. I try to stay out of that game. I try to <laughs> try to not get muddy. It's not productive. I try to make my social media posts productive to everybody. Um, so let's talk about how you find a group that aligns with you. I think it has to do more with like the overall values of the group and the vibe of the group and the intention, right? Because there's there's knowledge that you're going to get from the group that you want to get from the group, but also a, a tribe of people that you want to be surrounded by, or you want to be kind of networking in with, mm. right? And so that's the that's an important part. It's as important as the information that's provided, in my opinion, because the information that's provided is kind of not I don't want to water it down and say universal. Sure. Some programs are better than other programs, but like there's no lack of information out here. Um, it, like I can go YouTube any fucking thing I want to do and build a ground up business in any industry if I'm willing to spend the time. Yeah. Right. And so there, I mean, I, I say all the time, there's nothing new in the world. No, no there's no new information coming out quite frankly. And so it, it's, it's how it's packaged and it's it's the people that are around in the group and and the overall culture right this is something i think i'm very talented at i i've done it multiple times and i enjoy putting together cultures of high achievers entrepreneurs and things like that and it, the important thing is and i and i've also seen it as a as a client as a consumer as well um, that that's the most volatile portion of a mastermind, a coaching group and things like that. Because if you allow bad apples into your group, they can sour the whole bunch and it makes for not such a good fit. Um, but you really have to decide what the vibe is of who you're working with, right? Cause that that's where niching makes a lot of sense. If you're niching mm -hmm. in the coaching industry, if you're niching in masterminds, um, you can find your tribe. Um, no matter who you are or what your value set or what you enjoy, uh, you just have to look for it. And, and so I think that that's where people get lost in like the mudslinging and shit like that. There's fucking 8 billion people on the earth. Like you need 150 in your group. I mean, tops. I mean, to have a small, intimate group, you need five people. Yeah. And so like you don't need to be all things to everybody. You just need to understand like who you are and then stake that in the ground. And I think the people where they, they run into problems is they don't know themselves. And so the group really has no defining characteristics or, or it's malleable and it's trying to be all things for all people. Like <clears throat> I've struggled with that in the past because it's like, what are we delivering? And people ask for stuff and then you try to shape shift and you try to change and you try to be all these different things. And, uh, and, and so you can't be all things for all people. And, and then you have to understand as, as the people guiding the group, they have to understand who they are. So if you don't have like a core set of values within your group, it becomes this mishmash of nothingness, if you will. And also it can be run by the clients, which is a huge problem because you'll have mm -hmm. like an issue where you, you have powerful personalities that are clients that can cause a lot of emotional strife and mm. like infighting and factioning and clickiness 
And like, I've been parts of all those type of things. I yeah. mean, you see them in the gym, right? Yeah, in yeah. the gym space, it, it's the same type of thing. Because because in the gym, you're building a tribe, you're building a culture. <clears throat> you and I both own small business, small gyms in the past. And like, you're building a, a, a community of 200 people. And, mm -hmm. and that community needs the culture. And, and it's got to, that culture has to be driven by a titular head or an overall set of core values. It's kind of like, I mean, like any other team, right? And so you're looking for that as a consumer as you come in. Not no, not so much as in the gym space, but certainly in my mind, in the entrepreneurial coaching consulting space. Now, there's some people, it depends on what you want. So you have to kind sure. of be careful because consulting is different. Like there are specialists, like if you and I said for this business, we want to hire a marketing expert, like do I have to have a huge alignment with them or right. are they going to come in and structure a marketing program for us that is going to dominate? Like from that case, I'm not so worried about culture at all. Yeah. I'm worried about expertise. Now masterminds are different. Yeah. Well, that's as you, as you're talking there, that's, it starts to evolve in my head visually and it's like, okay, well, well, there's a two prong approach. Are you looking for information? Or are you looking for the tribe? Are you looking for the people? But the more you talk there and the more I went back to my question, a mastermind group, it almost became clear that the information is irrelevant. Cause like you said, you can get it anywhere. You still want the information to be good, but it's like, what really are you looking for here? And I think you hit it right there at the end. It was like, if I solely want information to get X, Y, Z done, I can hire an individual. I can get that information myself. If I, if I want to go down the, the slower path, I can hire a consultant. I can hire a specialist. I can hire that person. But if I'm looking for my people, then I have to find the group that aligns with who I am and the, and the type of life that I want to live. And I think, I think that coming off this podcast for the people listening, I think that is where the value is going to be is don't look at the person who's got the best Facebook ad and they're touting their results. I'm a huge fan of results, but I think where, where I messed up in the past was just strictly looking for the person that yielded the best results and quote, like I say, skin in the game. Oh, he did what it is I'm trying to do, but is he the type of person that I want to be? is the people that he's signing up the type of people that I want to be. And so for me, that resonated as I, as I heard you talking there. Um, and then one smaller thing, not to get off topic, but to go back to the beginning, um, I don't want to skimp over this. You said something about uh, being in one is to, to save money. And I, I want to acknowledge there to the people that may not have invested quote real money into a mastermind yet. You're going to look at the dollar amount that goes in that and you're going to view it as an expense. But there are two ways here that you're making money on this investment. One, the work you put in should yield the ROI up and above what they charge you. And two, when you learn the other people's mistakes, you're going to save money from not making the mistake that they made. And as you level up, your mistakes get more expensive. So that's why the masterminds you will be involved in are probably at a higher dollar rate. Um, but no, those are the two things, Jeff, so far that, that stuck out to me. Is there anything else running through your mind when I pose those questions to you? Well, I mean, you kind of have to understand as a con if you're a consumer looking for a coaching group or a, a mastermind or something like that, you have to really evaluate what you're trying to get from the situation and go into it with a clear understanding. Because from my perspective, I think that you anyone I want in our group is going to have an, an abundance mindset and they're going to be coachable, right? Like I'm, I'm a stickler to that shit. 
That's why I started this. And I was like, if, if you think you've got everything figured out, you're probably not a good fit for, for being around me. Because right. I'm going to tell you that you don't have everything figured out. And you're probably not going to like that. And if that's too uncomfortable for you, that's fine. I understand. Um, so those are also the people who are usually closed off to like it not being an investment, it being an expense. Sure. And so like I am spending $3,000 a month with you. What am I getting out of it? And like, you're going to get out of it exactly what you're willing to put into it. And also your coachability. Like, I I think I have a pretty heightened level of self-confidence. I think Mm -hmm. we can all agree on that. That's fine. And, but like, when I hire somebody or go into a group, I have a tremendous amount of confidence that I am going to be able to siphon off some information a tactic, a technique, or build my skill set to the point where I have zero problem producing an ROI on that investment. And and so for me, like that's a non-negotiable even. Like I don't even know how there could be a program where I wouldn't get an ROI mm-hmm. because I am constantly trying to be a sponge on like one thing. And, and so like, let me put this into perspective because most people don't even have this level of like being able to view things because like you could, I could join a group. There could be an asshole, arrogant leader of the group who is a piece of shit human being and like doesn't lead a life I'm interested in doing. And maybe that's my takeaway. Like I view yeah. that behavior. Yeah, yeah. And, and so my takeaway and my addition to my toolbox is when I get to that point or it, when I am achieving these particular things, I have to make sure I don't behave in this manner. Mm. <laughs> so like, there's, or like, there's the things that you're going to learn to do. There's the things you're going to learn not to do. There's going to be the people you look up to. And then there's going to be the people that you don't want to be. So there's there's essentially four categories as you enter these groups here. But I, I love that. And uh, keep feeding off this. Um, some follow-up questions I have is like, what, what do you do? You're the person coming to the group. What do you do and how do you act? How should you present yourself to these groups in the high-level groups and, and in order to you know, you said networking earlier to make yourself an attractable person to the group. And again, it should align with their core values, but don't be something that you're not and or optimize your time and value. I know you've hit on a few of those things, but I want to make sure that people understand that the answers you're giving flow into how you should act in the group and how do you optimize your value and time in the group? This is such a tough one because I get this conversation or I get this question all the time, but I'm just like, just don't be a dickhead. And like, But also don't over present yourself like don't don't misrepresent yourself that you Mm. are something you're not like most people don't care like where you're at because they respect the fact that you're on the journey like anybody that's real in in business in life like respects anyone that's trying to improve. Mm. So the people that are really there for the right reasons that are trying to improve, if you come in and you're just a student of the game, you're just trying to get better. Because like the thing is, you talked about like, what are you learning from these other people? We're never going to be someone else. So when I'm looking for tools, I'm looking for facets of personalities. I really like that about you, Sean. I really like that about how you present yourself or carry yourself in this particular way. I'm going to take that piece and I'm going to try to emulate that or add that to my toolbox. I'm not trying to be Sean Ryder, right? So like we have to understand that. And so when you come in, like the key is just being humble, learning, listening, 
and and kind of but and and then if you have an expertise helping and add value and and everyone does have something to offer to add to the group mm-hmm. being deliberate in how you can provide that value and not making it sleazy or like most people are stuck in a transactional arrangement like they do something because they have a direct expectation for the return on that action and so you really have to go internal on this because it's very unnatural to present yourself as i'm going to do this with zero expectation of when it's going to return to me the positive and it but like i mean this is where like all all the quantum physics and everything comes into play, right? If you just do things out in the universe because you understand that positivity will return itself to you, but you have no expectation for when or who or in in what shape or form that will return itself, you just have the confidence that it's going to return itself. That's how you can operate as a like solid individual in these mm-hmm. groups. And, and that's a really hard skill to develop because most people do things because they have an expectation of a direct return or a direct ROI from that particular person. And, and what, what you have to get used to and understand is I may help you do something, Sean, but I can't have an expectation that the, the reciprocal action will come from you. Mm-hmm. It, it may come from somebody down the street that I haven't ran into yet. Yeah. And, and th- that's the way the law of reciprocity works. So when you come into these groups, you, you just want to be humble, coachable, and add value when possible. Yeah. But you don't want to oversell yourself. You don't want to misrepresent yourself because like that's there's a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the quickest way to like burn down your character, if you will, because you get found out and then you run around to the same groups and it's kind of like a very incestual like community, if you will, because you level up and you level up into these higher groups and like the groups and the circles get smaller and smaller because, mm. you, because you're on this journey. I've been on this journey for what, 10, 15 years. I, I know a lot of the same people. I see a lot of the same people because everybody else has fallen off and like, they're not, they've either settled in at the level that they're at and they stayed there or they went on a different path or they're just not doing anything anymore. But the rest of us that are still moving are still going up. I'm definitely not near the top at all. At, that's not what I'm claiming, but I'm saying that the, the concentric circles get smaller and smaller, the longer you stay in the game. And so you run into the same people in the same rooms. And, and so if you burn down your character or misrepresent yourself early on in the game, like that's something that people don't forget. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you off in the last three minutes. We're going to try and keep it under 30 minutes here. The the parts where when I was in groups and I felt frustrated where I wasn't getting a lack of value in hindsight, it was when I disconnected from the group because something else in my life was going down. So people listening to this that are in mastermind groups that are frustrated and they're trying to point the finger or what, what for whatever reasons, whatever the context was, I know that that's where I was. And I come into these groups with a, a lot more clear actions on what I'm going to take and what I'm willing to commit to. And, and really what I'm trying to get out of the group, like you said, but if someone's in that frustration mode right now, what is the easiest thing? I think I know where you're going to go with this. What is the easiest thing they can do to just fucking get out of that mindset and get back into what they need out of that group? What can they do? 
Or how do well, they, they have to they they have to understand the underlying emotion of what they're dealing with, right? If you're ever blaming a group, a program, a <laughs> a, yeah. a mentor for your problems, mm. it, it it's your problem. It's always <laughs> your fucking problem. So the faster you can catch yourself and be like, this is an absolute absurd statement, because you know I've dealt with this. I've been running groups for sure. seven years now. I was and, trying to tee you up for it. I know it. <laughs> but, but I mean, when people when people blame the group for any circumstance, like you can assure that they're just in a fucked up mindset at that point in time. And so, like, it's, for me, I'm non reactionary to that. It, I'm not. I'm completely unemotional when you bring me something like that. When I hear in a complaint, I'm like, well, that's not my problem. So like, because mm. it, it, it's far more about you than it is about me or the group. And so it, the way you can pull yourself out of that, though, is really take it, a breath, like uh, just a break and say, well, like, what is this really about? What is the root cause? A lot of times it's money. So like if you get into this recurring situation and you've over you've overextended yourself to be in a situation, but you didn't do the work and apply the principles to get the ROI, then you're in this contract where you're spending five grand a month, three grand a month, one grand a month, whatever it is. And you just look at that recurring bill and you're like, is this really the problem? And, and the problem is never that particular bill. It's just, sure. that's what ripped the scab off right now, that moment at this month. And, and so then it's, it's time for some introspection. Like, how have you utilized this group? Have you have you really put your effort into it? Is the framework really really there um, for you to succeed? And then, how can you get the most out of this experience? And yeah. and so, I mean that that's a really hard thing to reframe once you've kind of shit on like <laughs> what it is. Like once you once you really put your like teeth into like th they are at fault for my shortcomings. Like that's a hard thing to rein back, but ultimately your life is going to be so much better and you're going to be more, so much more successful and happier if if you can really just look in the mirror at that situation. Because like it, it's definitely not it, it, in anything I'm doing. I mean, there's there's some other shady programs out there that if you're looking at crypto and other areas that people actually steal people's money, which yeah. that would put you in a bad position. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it, it, in a program that you're just getting information and 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 support and coaching and things like that, then I think that it, it's usually on the end user. And, and sometimes it's not a personality fit too. I mean, I've run right. into that where they're like, I'm not getting anything out of this program and it's because they don't like me. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. Like yeah. we should probably part ways because you're, you're not going to get anything out of this. If, if I grind you that much that you physically cannot take action <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. like whatever that is, you're probably not going to get over it very soon. And that's okay. Cause I'm not for everybody. And like, we, we can just agree to break up at this point. Yep. And so, yep. I mean, you really have to just look for the underlying emotions, but, but you do have to catch yourself and say like, how absurd is it that I'm going to blame a program for my shortcomings in, yep. in anything really? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been there. I've done that. So, um, but you know, I really like this podcast, like this information, Jeff, hopefully it helps some people out there. I know I'm committing to probably investing more in 
masterminds and groups to be in and just education in general this year than I have in, in the past couple of years. So I'm looking forward to seeing my personal growth and I'm looking forward to seeing the guys in our group. So if you want to, Jeff, let's go ahead and send them off. All right, man. Well, thank you guys. And uh, if you guys need support or you need more questions about masterminds, anything like that, hit us up. We've got the Tactical Empire free community on Facebook. Hop in there, ask your questions. We're happy to support. We're out there, Sean and I both. So have a great day.